0: Day 9, Obedience is Greater than Sacrifice What do you do when God says no? Prayer and fasting is not a magic trick to getting whatever you want Nor is taking 72 days to conjure up your own selfish desires going to give you success To be honest with you, that approach has witchcraft roots and will only lead to emptiness and unfulfillment. To be a follower of Christ is to earnestly seek out his plans for yourself, trusting that they are good and even better than your own. Everything we are doing is to seek the perfect will of the Father who loves us. We should be asking questions like, How can I build an even greater relationship with the one that loves me and knows all things? How can I get on his program and make him proud of me? How can I live my life in a way that gives him honor and glory? With all this resistance from the evil one, there are disciplines you have to exercise to stay on track. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, to stand. Ephesians 6:12 through 13. In your best interests. And for his purpose, sometimes unknown to you, God may not answer your prayer in the way you imagined. What do you do when God's plans doesn't look like yours? What do you do when God says no? Do you have faith to let God be God? Are you one no away from turning your back on the one who loves you unconditionally? These are some tough questions that really test our faith and can potentially shed light on religious motivations versus faith based motivations. We have to ask ourselves these questions so that we are not in danger of putting God in boxes we created and limiting Him to works and cute gimmicks. The steps we are taking in these 72 days are guides. To help us get unstuck. You are creating accountability as the Bible encourages us to lean on one another. As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Proverbs 27, 17. I use the plural pronoun we because I am taking these steps with you. I've already prayed for you. I struggle with you. I've crossed the finish line in one area and will pick these disciplines up again to cross another finish line. What's most important is that we remember Jesus created the path to the finish line and we must follow the leader to get there. There are many paths, but only one leads to the finish line that greets us with well done, good and faithful servant. You took the 72 day challenge with certain expectations, but leave room for God to move as he sees fit. He has a plan for you, not to harm you, but to give you hope and a rich future. It's better to obey what God says than to do all kinds of hard things, hoping to change his mind or twist his arm to do things your way. For I did not speak to your fathers or command them in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt concerning burnt offerings or sacrifices. But this is what I commanded them, saying, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and you shall be my people. And walk in the ways that I have commanded you, that it may be well with you. Yet they did not obey or incline their ear, but followed the counsels and the dictates of their evil hearts, and went backward and not forward. Jeremiah 7, 22 through 24. In everything you do for the next 63 days, take the time to listen to God and obey. You know God is speaking if what he says line up with his character as revealed in the Bible. You know it's God when it mimics what he says in the Bible. You know it's God when his commands may not make perfect sense to you. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Isaiah 55, 8 through 9. We show that we love God by obeying him. When I reflect on my life, I see decisions I made by faith that didn't reap the outcome I anticipated. As a matter of fact, one of those decisions led me almost homeless. I voluntarily sold my four-bedroom home because God prompted me to do so. Needless to say, I went from owning my own home to living with a friend and then renting an overpriced two-bedroom cottage. I didn't understand why God would have me move if I wasn't moving to better. I questioned if I missed God. I retraced my steps to see if I perhaps misinterpret God. Constantly looking back on this had me paralyzed. Where I previously moved by faith without hesitation, I became doubtful and didn't trust myself. It became difficult to leave what was comfortable out of fear of making the wrong decision. I didn't like feeling stuck, but I also didn't want to move forward. I decided to seek deeper insight by getting on the fast track. God helped me understand how he does things through his word. For example, God led Abraham to a risky place, but stayed true to his promise. Abraham benefited in the long run. The Israelites doubted their decision to leave slavery when things got tough in the wilderness. But God stayed true to his promise. The Israelites ultimately made it to the promised land. It's better to obey God because even in your imperfections, God stays true to his word. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Jeremiah 29, 11. <music> Journal assignment, day nine. Do a journal prayer asking for direction as you need it. Make sure you're not just giving a laundry list, but also thanking and praising God for who he is. Finally, Make time to take action on at least one item for your next steps list created on day five. If you take one step at a time, you'll get there. Challenge yourself to look at your list and do as many as you can. Beat procrastination notes. If you can't fulfill this assignment immediately, set your alarm to complete the action assignment within the next 24 hours.